Hey, this is Alicia, and you're listening to NWCZ Radio. Let's try that again. That sucked. Hey, this is Alicia, and you're listening to NWCZ Radio for the fifth time. Hey, everybody, this is Kim Archer, and you are listening to NWCZ Radio. Coming to you from the man cave, deep in the heart of the Pacific Northwest, you have entered the Northwest Convergence Zone. Welcome to the Northwest Convergence Zone Show, our first show of 2012. Welcome to it. I'm Big D. I'm Voxy. I'm the Gimmer, and this is the last year ever. That's right. Hey, we got, who else is here? Well, I guess I'm gone because you interrupted me. It's <laughs> a double D. And of course, hey, it's a full staff. Squeeze, Wonder Boy, and Pants are here. Hey, welcome to our... Uh, Inaugural edition of this fine year of we 2012. Yeah, we took, well, I mean, the horns and we had a Christmas. And yeah. We had a Christmas show and then uh, we took last week off. And yeah. But it's been a couple of weeks since we've been in the studio. Yeah. And I was getting antsy this week, man. I was just like, I didn't know what to do with myself the last couple of Sundays. Yeah, I noticed that you were texting me, <laughs> calling me all the time. So I just had to block you. How, how are things? Yeah. Hey, uh, how uh, how was your uh, holiday? I mean, uh, not to belabor the point of the holidays, but I haven't seen a lot of you guys since then. Uh, you guys have a good time? Everything went well? Yep. It's kind of a blur. It's great. <laughs> it was hey, wonderful. One big thing that went down during uh, during our absence, and we got to mention this, is uh, the, the verdict came down on uh, Tacoma legendary band Girl Trouble mm-hmm. and the lawsuit that was uh, laid down on them by Gorilla Productions out of Ohio. And uh, they've been fighting that for oh, it was it was a year, two yeah. years, couple of years, man. And and every time I talk to Bon Bon Von Wheelie, coolest name in rock and roll, <laughs> drummer for Girl Trouble, uh, she would say, ah, "Yeah, I just can't. You know, it's it's a struggle, it's a fight. I can't really say much because we're kind of tongue tied and everything." But the verdict came down; they won. So congratulations to Girl Trouble and yep. Free Speech Everywhere. <laughs> And the slap laws and all that stuff. Uh, we're going to get Bond in the studio, and, I, and I'm hoping it's next week. That's what we're aiming for. And we're going to sit Bond and uh, KP Kendall down. And we're going to chat with them about the whole process and get, and get their take on just what went down and all the ins and outs and the, the crazy accusations. Yeah. Best part about it is you can say what you want, and, and that was upheld. Still. Yeah. Yeah, so congratulations to them. Yes. And uh, the other thing I want to tell you about uh, before we get into, we, man, what a show we got lined up today. Fantastic. Kim Archer, Alicia Wood, Vile Red Falcons, Josh Reisberg, and Boombox Massacre. I mean, it's we're coming out strong, 
South Sound Strong, too. Don't ever forget that we are coming to you from the heart of Tacoma. That's right. uh, we love the Northwest. We love Seattle, Portland, and everywhere. And, and we are all encompassing as far as sharing that talent with you. But we are Tacoma. So don't forget that. Now, I'm telling you, there's a new religion out there, and I, I'm about to switch. Hmm. I'm, I'm about to change over. Wonder Boy already switched. <laughs> I know. He's already in it. I think he might be the Pope soon. There's a file-sharing group uh, that has been recognized as a religion. Great. <laughs> yes. Hmm. Double D, what? What's it all about? Oh, you're giving, <laughs> he was giving me the finger over there. <laughs> anyway, it's, t- it's called the Church of Copemism. Hmm. And it's these people who get together on a regular basis religiously to file share music, you know, uh, and all this stuff. And uh, so basically pirates putting a, a religion. Yeah, it's in Sweden, to, but yeah. they got recognized by the government. Ah, Sweden. Yeah. Sweden. Okay. So, uh, th- so they're ahead of the game. And, uh, you know, as soon as I read that, I'm like, Hey, so what are you, you called? Like, what is your, you know, like you have Christians and I think you're a copas, copa, copa, You're a copy. What is you? Anyway, uh, I thought that was fascinating that, uh, it would never happen here, but, um, Hey everybody, welcome to, uh, what we got going on. This is the Northwest Convergence Zone heard every Sunday night, uh, nine to 11 PM on NWCZ radio. Let's get into it. Our first guest, she's a good friend of ours and a fixture, and as well she should be. I mean, she's amazing, she's talented, and she lays it down like no other. I'm talking about Kim Archer is our first guest today. She was questioning love. He tried to hold her, console her, and show her he would get anything for her. He would never break her heart. When you're talking South Sound, queen of funk, soul, and blues, there's only one name that comes to mind, and it is the best way to start out the new year. This is our first show, as you know, of 2012, and our first guest, and I can't be any prouder to have this gal on, because she kicks major ass in the South Sound, and she has a brand new CD out, and I'm talking about Kim Archer. Kim, welcome. Thank you very much. Glad to be here. It's Thank good, you, guys. It's good to have you in. My friend, the name of your brand new CD. Yes. Tell us about that. I know it was released, what, about... You were there, Voxy, for the CD release, right? Yes. I got stonewalled, but you were there. <laughs> uh, what, how long... What was that, like a couple of months ago? October, yeah. Mm-hmm. October yeah, so it's been out for a little while. How's it doing for you? It's doing real well. Sales are good. Uh, reaching out to different geographic areas, getting some, you know, internet play and... Um, 
So far, so good. A lot the, of CD Baby and you know people buying online. So. The name of that track was Nothing in This World, and I'm, mm-hmm. that should be, below that, it should say um, on some major label. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm talking Motown should be listed below that. That would be should cool. be property of Motown. Thank you. That's what Thank I'm saying. <laughs> hey Kim, it's been a uh, it's been an interesting road for you here recently. You have the new CD, and we're going to talk more about that in a moment. But you uh, had an interesting, I guess, party sort of end of last year or so, where you went down and auditioned for this TV show called The Voice. Yes, I did. It was quite an adventure, actually. This is, and take us through the process. Did you have to submit uh, application, I assume a track or whatever, and then they say yes, and, and you go to California, or was, it a, was there a local audition that you got passed through? How'd that work? You know, what, the interesting thing was that pretty much if you signed up, they would let you come to audition. It was, there was no, oh, I'm in like, next year. Yeah, really. Yeah. There, was, <laughs> there was no, uh, oh, boy. You know, you, they did a register thing online, and Tits so you got a, an official number, and you had to, you know, go down with your ID and show your ID to about five different people as you went through the line to make sure it was you. Um, <laughs> and that, you know, no one was trying to get second chances and all that kind of stuff. There was a lot of crazy stuff. People just really getting weird with it down there. Getting creative, to, huh? Yeah, trying to find the back doors to get in. To go, I mean, it's just crazy. It was kind of Kim crazy. just walked. Do you know who I am? I just, <laughs> here's my number. You know, I I'm Stan Archer. And shoot. Yeah. Tra- Damn it. That was a very humbling day. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> so, okay. So you, on your own dime, have to yeah. go down to, is it in LA? Yes, it was in LA and they had it at the Forum. Nice. Uh, yes. Big. Which is Which is big and it is, uh, you know, Right in the middle of, of South Central, which is uh, a very interesting bus ride oh, from downtown. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, it was. I used to live down there. Yeah, yeah it was great. You should have videoed great. the whole on thing. The, uh, I really should have. See, was, there's pictures on her website. Yeah. She, it, lo- it looked like she was having a good time. But. Oh, I did have a good time. I, I kind of worked in, you know, just a general trip down to LA to do, do some other things too, to go out in there just to check some things out, oh. network with some people, um, and then, you know, catch the audition while I was there. So. Um, so is this a one day process of you showing up? It really up is, yeah. Um, like the, a big cattle call? It kind of is. I mean, when you get your audition number, they give you a time, so to speak. You know, you kind of get this window of when you're when you're supposed to be there. Now, I know that the first one started like seven in the morning, which is just yuck. I'm really glad I didn't get that. Imagine having to sing at seven in the morning. I know. You know I don't want to do anything at yeah, seven. Yeah, I don't want to do no. anything but sleep at seven. Yeah. So um, that was that was interesting. And I found out that... I had a, a number of friends that had gone down and, you know, people, other musicians that I knew had gone down to audition. And uh, the people that were in the early set really got off off schedule. But I was in the afternoon, the early afternoon. And honestly, the whole the whole thing took about uh, about 45 minutes from the time I got in line all the way through to the really? end of my audition was about 45 minutes. So that part of it, I was pretty impressed with because mm-hmm. there was, you know, they told us at the first season um, there were about 20,000 people total for to audition for the show across the country okay this time they did five cities and they had anywhere between 16 to thirty thousand per city wow so you went from the first season oh. of twenty thousand people to about sixty thousand in the second season so that just kind of gives you an idea of, of the difference of you know the scale of the show yeah, um, you yeah, know they got yeah. a much bigger budget this year they're a number one show so right um the producers are very very involved uh you know you stand in, a, in line and they break you down into groups of 10 
And then from there, you know, you kind of get put in these little rooms and, you know, you're waiting there for, for your, your turn. And then they end up putting you in a room with 10 other people. There's a piece of tape in the middle of the floor. There are two, a big long table with two young producers, not music people, not singers, not music people, <laughs> sitting in front of laptop computers. Bold and Did underlined. I say sitting in front of laptop computers, not musicians? Did I mention that? Yeah. <laughs> were they were when they playing on Facebook? And they were about 12. Solid you know, they were about tw- early 20-somethings. Wow. Um, and... They said, okay, they said your name and you stood up and you stood on the mark and you sang a cappella in front of, you know, the other people in the room and they said, sing until we either tell you to stop or you're done. Okay, great. So I decided you're going to have to tell me to stop. Right, like, I'm yeah. not going to stop till you tell there me to you stop. Go. That's it. You know, so um, <laughs> I was, I I was like, yeah, you know, hey, I was about sixth in line. Attack. And, uh, <laughs> yes. And I, uh, there was one gentle, one, one guy in the room, the rest were girls and uh, most of them were. 22, 23, you know, skirts up to here, shirts down to here. So you walk in <laughs> do you know and they say, trilly, which one? Who, do you know that is your daughter, stuff, are you with your you know daughter I mean? here? It really, yeah. It was, and there were a lot of kids. Head. There were a lot of kids there with their parents. Tons right. of kids with their parents. So <laughs> it was kind of an interesting, you know, it was an interesting thing. I met a lot of nice people while I was standing in line. I actually probably enjoyed that the most, just kind of, you know, learning about other people's paths and how they got there and, you know, that kind of thing. The interesting thing I found is um, besides myself, I think I met one other full-time musician actually already makes a living doing this. Really? So right. I thought that, you know, again, that is interesting. kind of interesting. Wow. Yeah. Well, let's go into another so. track. We'll come back and talk some more about yeah. it. We're talking with Kim Archer, and she's telling us about uh, her experience going down and auditioning on The Voice. She has a brand new CD out, and it is titled My Friend, and this is a track off of that, Sweet Memories. song from the past The words made memories of a love I thought would last The chorus plays over and over without a happy end But I just can't wait to hear it again And again It goes to show When love goes It leaves sweet memories That melody brings me to my knees, sweet memories. Delivered in a song, I want to sing along, a soundtrack in my dreams, well they keep haunting me, those sweet memories. Passion, soul, and amazing talent. I'm talking about Kim Archer. She's our guest today. A couple of uh, opportunities to go see her live coming up real soon this Friday at Jazz Bones in Tacoma. That would be Friday the 13th. Everybody needs to be out on that day. Yes. And this is very cool. Saturday, January 14th, uh, starting at 7 o'clock. It's an evening of music and dinner with Kim Archer and Chris Hyde at the Social Bar and Grill. 
That's at 1715 Dock Street in Tacoma. You can get your tickets on brownpapertickets.com. Did I mention dinner is involved in that? Oh, tickets an are amazing dinner. Tickets are 35 bucks, and it's going to be worth every penny of it. Because It's like dinner, appetizer, right? Is that what I saw yeah, it's on there? Two, two appetizers and a dessert, and the appetizers are good. They're, they're good size. Yeah. So, yeah. And Kim Archer. And yeah. Kim Archer. And I'm telling you, folks. And Chris Hyde, who and I haven't Hyde. seen. Yeah, he's my new duet partner. We're, we're, we're doing... Uh, this is our first duet show. You're doing and, uh, it. We're doing it. We're doing a duet. You know, <laughs> it's uh, you know part of that just being able to to play a lot, whether it's full band or solo. And now you don't have mm-hmm. a, a nice duet partner to do do things with. It just keeps me working. Yeah, know? do yourselves a favor, folks. Get out and see Kim Archer play because it's an experience. When's it's the tour? Amazing. The tour starts the twenty second of this month. I leave. Mm. That's when I leave. Um, Where are we I, going on tour? We're going. Well, we're we're going back to Indiana. Nice, yes. going home. Going home, and uh, you know, going to play about five or six shows over a month. You know, period of time. And other than that, going to spend time with my family. I haven't been home in about two and a half years, so. Um, my mother's getting pretty irritated that she hasn't seen me. <laughs> moms, so, moms, moms, yeah. Come on. So, so I just thought, well, you know, I mean, part of part of the whole thing of doing this as a career is being able to travel and kind of make my own schedule and you know, hang out where I want to hang out. So, yeah. I thought now, I was, you know, no, I was really waiting till I had the CD done, so I had product and you know, could really mm-hmm. go and push my own music when I when I'm traveling. But now that's that started, so I'm going to do Indiana and then I'm going to come back to um you'll be doing that solo i'll be doing that solo actually i'll be doing it with, with my band there in, mid, in the midwest they've had the material now for a couple months so oh, we've got about a week and a half of practice. Uh, the midwest band yeah midwest, yes i'm a midwest band gotta have too. my regional bands version 2.0 that's right it makes, it makes it travel so much cheaper awesome <laughs> no doubt. Now we're talking. doesn't kim look great she does. looks fantastic. Thank You've been you working hard, haven't you, honey? I have been. You know, trying to lose lose a half my purse. You look fantastic. Thank you very much. Yeah, you look great. All right. Uh, just a quick question going back. Let's go back to your audition on The Voice because I think a lot of people are fascinated about that because it's a national show. You know, you always hear, you, you watch it and you're like, who are these people mm-hmm. that, that make it to this thing? Uh, when you were down there and you, you said it was about a 45 minute process, did you actually meet any of the personalities on the show? You know, like the team leaders or. Oh, no, they're not there. I think there's this there's a you know, first, you know, there is a, a booklet that you have to sign <laughs> your life away, you know, <laughs> and, and part of that, it's, you know, it's makes it very clear, you know, the hosts you see on TV will not be here. I mean, right. there's, you know, they're putting together a show and, right. you know, I think that once they find the right type of person that has some talent, but also has a story, you know, yeah. it's all about TV and mm-hmm. the drama. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of like when you watch the Olympics, you don't just watch them perform. There's like, you got to go to their hometown and hear the whole story and how they've been right. training for four years. It's the same kind of thing. We, you know, people, we like that. So we like reality TV kind of, you know, so um, most people who are making it forward have some sort of really interesting story. Um, most of them, you know, have talent. I mean, I have to be honest, there's not anybody that I heard there that I just went, what in the, I mean, there was nobody that was horrible. Right. You know? And, and that, not like American Idol where they like, show no, all the, you know, yeah, the crazy no. people that show up. Yeah, there was really none of that. And, and in the paperwork, <laughs> they were pretty adamant about, hey, seriously, you know, have don't, co- yeah, have talent or you'll probably get your feelings hurt. And so <laughs> at least there was that level. Was there did, they give, did they give you feedback after you got done? They did, actually. Um, well, the, the cool thing was is that, you know, everybody was there to audition was we were all kind of pretty much in the same boat, you know, and there was no like, you know, there was camaraderie. People were just, mm-hmm. people clap for each other and, you know, people, when they said your name, you stood up, people say, okay, you know, come on, Kim, you know, 
do it, nice. do it, you know. And so that was nice. That and when you got nice. done, they would clap. And so, I mean, of the room of the 10 people that I was in, um, the one guy that was in there and myself, I mean, we got the most applause mm-hmm. for what we did. And that, that felt nice. And that was, you know, peers, I guess, you know, people who, who were there for the same reason. And, you know, the producer was, you know, we were like, your voice, it's great. You're really talented. You're just not what we're looking for. And yeah. so, you know, it is what it is. I will tell you this, it's, you know... It, it's not just all about the voice, though, because if it was, yeah. you would never audition with somebody actually being able to see you. Mm-hmm. Right, first, just, you know they'd hear I mean? you. They'd hear you, then they'd say, okay. Maybe right, because that's interested. the p- supposed right. premise supposed of the premise, show. Right. Oh, yeah, and, and, and once you get that. to you know, the point. Their chairs are turned around, you, they right, listen to right. you, and then somebody And once you get on in. the television, once you make it to that point, I mean, yeah, they, they, I don't believe that they see you before. I think right. it's it's pretty much legit, you know, from that point. But, but they've already been screened but you've a hundred times already been screened a hundred times, yes, yes. So if you Similar experience. Yeah. Great voice, but just not what we're looking for. Yeah. I can't buy that either. Both you ladies should be just rocking the world. Let's say, uh, let's play suppose you got on mm-hmm. and uh, you know somebody rang in they turn around and of course you get to choose who you whose team you're going on any thoughts who you would have picked to go with um well i think I, I know it's you know if you have more than one that turns around then you get to choose um I, hopefully that would happen they would have all turned around yeah, well, like, come thanks, on thanks man uh <laughs> You know, oh gosh, I don't that's know. a tough one, man. <laughs> it really is. You know, I really like, um, I really like Adam Levine. You uh-huh. know, he or Levine, Levine, however you say it, Moon Five, that guy. Moon you know, Five, he, he's got the moves like R&B Dagger. Kind of he's thing, just, yeah. yeah, I like his, you know, I like his style. I like, uh-huh. I like the way he approaches music and how he's pretty, you know, he's pretty serious about the quality of stuff, yeah. but but still finds you know fun in it, and mm-hmm. I think that's kind of. I think that's kind of similar a feeling that I have about it. So that would I would be interested, you know, Very working cool. with him for sure. Well, you have a brand new CD out. It's titled My Friend. Let's mm-hmm. go into another track, and we're going to come back and wrap things up with Kim. This is titled Chariot. Oh, sweet chariot, come and take me away to the land of promises. To the place I wanna stay. Now, if I told you of a time when things were different than today, would I be older, just a liar? And would you tell me it was time I had to put it all away and bear my crosses to the fire? Won't you take me away? Taste your bittersweet Show the face of your forgiveness Show the face I want to see And if I share the pain From which I've gained my oldest memories Would I be cool or just a martyr? Or would you tell me of a time When I knew just what to say When I knew that it was
pours her heart and soul into it. That's Kim Archer. And I'm telling you, you got to go see her live. And you have uh, a couple of opportunities this week. Jazz Bones. And show up early if you want a seat. Friday the 13th. And then a uh, very cool event. Saturday, January 14th, 7 to about 10 o'clock or so. Kim Archer, Chris Hyde. It's an evening of music and dinner. It's at the Social Bar and Grill. That's at 1715 Dock Street in Tacoma. You can get your tickets on brownpapertickets.com, which I recommend. Because if you show up, try to get in, they, they might not be available. You're, you're running your own risk on that because we're talking Kim Archer here. Playing with fire. <laughs> the, the new CD, my friend, and uh, it's amazing tracks right there. Thank you. Very, very cool stuff. And, and I'm, I'm sincere when I say, you know, just heart and soul. You can just feel the passion and you're so talented and we always talk about the hardest working bands well, around we're town lucky because so we know her too we know that all that stuff is genuine that we hear <laughs> on there absolutely and she would have kim would have to be in the top five of any list of the hardest working bands around oh yeah i mean she's constant she's a trooper she travels all over she's fantastic first time i saw her was maybe five over five years ago mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and she was hitting it hard Five years oh. ago, <laughs> she does. That's all she knows. Lunch bucket how to do. and hard hat. I'm, ter- I'm <laughs> but, No, but you come away sweaty. A very eclectic uh, live show. I mean, it, you yep. you get soft and sweet and soulful and sexy, yep. and she'll and she'll bust out. You know, I mean, you think you're at a Hendrix concert too. I know. I mean, boom, 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 boom. Super, super talented. <laughs> uh, tell us a little bit about the CD. Where people can get the CD, and and what what was the process behind uh, making the the current My Friend CD? Well, the CD is first of all, it's a long time coming, so it's um, it feels really good to have it out there and to be able to say, "Here it is, tangible <laughs> in my hand." It's been like three years in the making, um, and you know the the preface behind it is I really just wanted to make something that that sounded live, that felt real, that didn't have, you know, a lot of production to it. You know, we use a little little bit of reverb here and there's, you know, some effect on the one song we played, um, Nothing in This World, because it just, it sounded cool, I guess. I thought it sounded cool. It did but, sound great. Um, but, you know, we recorded everything um, with microphones and we didn't do a lot of direct stuff. So it's really... Um, it's real. And did you guys record this in uh, your own studio? We or? did. We did. Yeah. Actually, um, it's pro- produced by Flat Hat Productions, mm-hmm. and they are a studio up in Linwood, Washington. My drummer, Chris Tussing, uh, that's his company. And so we... Talented have, cat. And, that yeah, dude. he's great. Um, he's And he's producing some other... He, you know, He's making his transition from his day job to mm-hmm. being, you know, Isn't having his, his own daughter studio. doing some stuff, too? She's actually... You hear her voice. She's she's the backing vocal ah, on the CD. She's and, talented, uh, too. She just released a, 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 for her first single. We're working on... We, we're kind of a group of people that we've mm-hmm. put together in making my CD. And now we're kind of bringing other musicians into the fold. And so we've kind of developed this real great working team of musicians and producers and writers and things. And so as, as we work on a song together, um, you know, everybody adds their little piece, their little ideas. And Leah, uh, Leah Tussing is just an amazing talent. Her voice is just awesome. I'm really excited for the, for her CD to come out. So, uh, but yeah, it's the same kind of thought process, um, for each project mean that we're just trying to capture the live feel of, of the artist and, um, make something that sounds good, that feels raw, you know, that, mm-hmm. that feels real and that you want to just put in and drive to and, you know, 
and enjoy it. Yeah, so. That's exactly what it is. And tell people where they can get it. So you can get it, of course, on my website, online. It's iTunes, all those good places. You can also get it in at Amacat Coffee Shop here in Tacoma. Nice. Yeah. Um, and I'm looking at a couple of the local record stores. So they'll be it'll be there as well. But a list of all those places is on my website, kimarchermusic.com or go. kimarcherband.com. Either way, you can find me either of those places. So. Very good. Now, I know uh, earlier we, we alluded to the fact that you are from Indiana. I am. How long have you been here? in the south sound well let's see i moved here in 2004 so yeah i'm coming up i'm coming i, mean, I figure at 10 i'm i'm really relocated i, I count yeah that's, that's what i was gonna ask you do you feel do you feel a part of do you feel oh, family I, here in the south sound i do i have to tell you it's um i think really i mean home i, I say indiana's home because that's you know where i was born and raised and that's where my my mother and my family still resides but musically tacoma is my home definitely mm-hmm. i um there's such a great culture here. There's such a great network and a, a really strong scene. I mean, honestly, right now, I think our scene is healthier than Seattle. Oh, it is. Seattle, no doubt. The Seattle bands are calling me, asking me, hey, where can I come down to Tacoma and Isn't play? that weird? Mm-hmm. And I think it's great. I, I mean, it too. says that we're we're doing something good here. And, I say uh, weird in a good way, meaning if, like 10 years ago, that would never. It would have ne- yeah. yeah. Never. <laughs> you had to beg people and they'd be like, what? Well, no, even when just I, don't tell people we're coming. Yeah. Even <laughs> when, I first, when I first started playing in this market, I mean, I had a, just a heck of a time trying to get up into Seattle because it was like, you know, they had a really good scene at the time and they didn't want to share it. What right. I find interesting is now that the tables are turned, mm-hmm. I'm happy to book them down here. Yeah. I mean, you know, my, as are a lot of bands. Yeah, here. I yeah. feel like this. Hey, if you've got what it takes, because yeah. we have the love down here. We do. Yes, we we do. do. If you're good, great, bring it. We'll yep. we'll enjoy it. We'll you know we'll embrace you. You're yep. not go back up the street. I mean, <laughs> <that's true. laughs> and I think that's okay to be that way. I mean, yeah. we've yeah. worked hard to, to build a that's scene funny. here, so I, yeah. I think it's good that we, you know, mm-hmm. we protect it, but we're not, you know, we're not so greedy about it. We're not so you know clicky that we don't let other people you know hang out and. To know them, so well, I we, love that about Tacoma. We feel like your family. Well, uh, you. you are part of the family, and, and the, the Tacoma music landscape would not be the same without Kim Archer nope. playing around town, uh, spreading the love, and and just laying down all the great tracks that you do. And we so appreciate uh, all your hard work. You are a trooper, and Thank you put you. out fantastic music. And Thank she has badass much. musicians backing her up all so, the time. Yeah. Some seen, of the best I've oh, seen. Yeah. You know. Quite a few cats back there. Yeah, I have to tell you, they yeah, the guys uh, they make my job easy. I, I, I give them lots and lots of credit. So, yeah. well, Kim, you know you have an open door policy on our show. Anytime you want to come in, thank you. Congratulations so much. on the brand new CD. We're big fans of it. We're big fans of you and everybody. Get out there, see Kim Archer, buy the CD, support her, and best of luck in your on your tour and have a great time. Thank you so much, guys. I appreciate it very much. Kim Archer, Seattle Music Insider Greg Roth is a multimedia music journalist. He's written, composed, and performed live music throughout his life. And his ability to understand the process of creating music brings a unique perspective to his artist interviews. Roth interviews a wide variety of musicians, from classic rockers and contemporary acts to up-and-coming local bands. Roger Daltrey of The Who, The Oscar of War, Alan White of Yes and Plastic Ono Band, Urge Overkill, Blues Traveler, Weedle's Groove, Fits in the Tantrums, Fanagram, Vicky Martinez, and Perry Acker are just a sampling of the artists with whom he has spoken. In addition to one-on-one interviews, Roth reviews events and festivals such as Synergia Northwest, Bumbershoot, and Sasquatch. To hear the best artists in the Northwest and beyond, tune into SMI Radio on NWCZ Radio. Listen to SMI Radio every Thursday night on NWCZ Radio. 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 Radio.
good. My name is Alicia. It's great to be here. I'm originally from Seattle, but I moved to L.A. and now I'm back. And I just want to warn you, if we haven't met, that I have a slight anger management problem. All right, good. It's nothing you have to worry about. I have taken about five years of anger management classes court-ordered, so I do have it under control. But those classes are hard because they tell you things that don't actively help you. And I'm sure you've heard these, the methods for diffusing your anger. Right? Like, well, if you're mad, just count to ten. Does that work for anybody in this theater? Exactly. I always get to ten and go, oh, good, looks like I'm, oh, uh, look at that. Ten seconds late for kicking someone's ass. All right. That was productive. Punching a pillow, that's the other one. I can't stand that one. I know that works for some people, it just doesn't work for me. People are like, you know, it's so easy, Alicia. You just punch the pillow and then the clouds part, the sun comes through, there's a rainbow. Never worked like that for me. The only time punching a pillow has ever worked for me, my boyfriend's head was on the pillow at the time. All right, everybody. That is a good friend of ours, Alicia Wood. I was actually at the the recording of that performance. I was at the Ikea Renton Center, and she was opening for another friend of ours, Rebecca Corey, and it was hot as hell. Are we going to get the hot story again? Uh, it was super, super hot, man. <laughs> but we were there. We witnessed you think it. you guys were hot. I was under the stage lights. It <laughs> I, sucked. <laughs> I, I want to hear about it. Our good friend, Alicia Wood, for the, I think, what is this, the fifth time? I think so. It's great to have you back, hon. How it's are you? good to be back. I'm excited to be back. Just uh, finishing up with all the CD stuff, to be honest yeah, with you. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. I wanted to ask you about the CD, because the last time we actually had you in studio um i signed the contract you printed it out i I borrowed your fax machine so i could fax the contract in yeah (laughs) so that was inked here yes we feel a part of that yeah and how what's the process going and it's going good um i'm just down to the part where i have to listen to it for the one last time and then say okay i'm good with that like we've made all the edits we've done everything we've argued do you have a title for it yeah, it's going to be called Princess, which was a huge nice. argument because I didn't want Princess because I was like, no, because then there's going to be me with a tear and glitter and pink and shit and I, you know, and I don't want it. I don't, and it's going to be in cursive or something, you know, right. and there'll be How like pretty. Twinkle Spark. Yeah, yeah, I but you have like, that Princess one, and blood have yeah. through. But you have the one um, press photo of you where you have the the crown, the tiara on, yeah, and which smoking is a cigarette. I That's just, awesome. I, I just had visions of pink and glitter and and sparkles and do you know yes, like the cheesy I, girly like right. like an eight year old. CD would look like, you know, <laughs> on the Disney network or whatever. That's what I was envisioning. But then, um, um Alicia Barbie. Yeah. The way that that got changed was we were in a deadlock because I wanted to call it something different. And uh, the producer was like, no, that's dumb. And I was like, well, princess is dumb. And so we were arguing it back and forth. <laughs> and uh, we have a really good relationship, but we're both very pig headed. So yes. it's like, it'll be like, no, it'll, we'll go to the mats on shit, you know? Nice. <laughs> and, um, and then be like, oh, ha ha, we're good, right? We're cool. Nobody's mad? Okay, good. And then it's, it's on to the next topic of like, no, that's stupid, you know? Um, so, uh, and this will be a, Alicia Wood, one of fantastic uh, comedian from right here in the Northwest, but she is all over. She is a road warrior by no stretch of the imagination. I mean, you look at her webpage, which is aliciawood.com. Yeah, have fun spelling that. Thing. Oh, we'll have a link on, on, our, on our main page. Just click her picture or her name. It'll take you there. You don't have to deal with uh, Googling it up. Yeah, it's, we, we provide that as a service. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's been a while that I know of that you've performed around here. I, 
I think I saw we saw you at the Jewel Box one time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw you at the IKEA Renton Center. Have you been around since? Uh, oh wait, no, I think you did Jazz Bones, or like an impromptu thing one time. Yeah, it might have been like a last minute pickup yep. type of thing where they called me and were like, "Hey, somebody's left," you know, or whatever. And <laughs> it's like, be I'll funny. do it. Yeah, um, yeah. I haven't done anything in Seattle and South in quite a while, but I've yep. done some stuff up on the North End, which would be impossible for you guys to. I mean, not impossible, but it, It'd I be would. Tough. I'd pity you guys if you drove that long just to listen to me talk or like bellingham you know? or it was like uh tulalip i always oh, do okay. tulalip all the time nice. you know but um it's an hour and a half drive yeah. plus you're I going would, to a casino hey, hello we, hey mm-hmm. road trip mm-hmm. I'm, I'm down next time we got to keep our eye on the restaurant the casino <laughs> some laughs some drinks but i do have an announcement for you let's um, have it my next show will be march 21st at laughs in kirkland and that will be my cd release party wow mm. and that is not even on aliciawood.com yet Ooh, look at <laughs> that <laughs> heard it that. here first mm-hmm. march 21st at laughs in kirkland the big cd release party you know we're going to be there for that heard about it here folks Ho- you heard about it here first first man we're gonna we're gonna trumpet that thing we're gonna have to like loop that and just run it over and over and over with a trumpet behind it absolutely why not (laughs) (laughs) and some glitter falling and you know (laughs) like well that sounded like glitter (laughs) well how have things been for you it's been a while since we've talked to you and uh i know uh you know you won the uh the big contest in vegas america's next best I've done Vegas a few times since then and uh, going up to Tahoe to do that also. Yeah, the um, 11th through the 15th. I can't keep Tahoe and Reno straight. Am I going to Tahoe or am, am I going to Reno? You're going to Have Tahoe. At, I'm going to Tahoe. All yes. Right. I think I'm flying into Reno, I think is what's happening. Probably. So, yeah. yeah. And so uh, I'll be there um, this week coming up Wednesday through Sunday. And then yeah. finally, I'm going to go home to L.A. And I'm going to see my bed for the first time since December 7th, which was the last time I saw it. Do you like, do you like run October. in and jump on it? No, I, I literally... Elbow drop it. <laughs> it's always totally different because you never know uh, what I'm walking into. Like, it depends. Like, la- that time I was only home for two days. Mm-hmm. So there's no unpacking at all. You just drop whatsoever. your bags. You just drop your bags and I've got doubles of everything so I don't need to open the bags at all. Just brush the <laughs> teeth, you know? <laughs> and it just depends on, like, what time of day I'm flying in, how much stuff right. I have to do. Like, that day... Um, I think I had to still go to the laundromat and do laundry so I had sheets to sleep on. <laughs> so, like, I had to literally go to the laundromat. I hate my laundromat, too. I hate the people that run it. I hate everything about it. And there's homeless people that walk in and go, like, can I draw you a photo? You're like, no, just go away. Like, it's just <laughs> one of those kind of laundromats. And, um, <laughs> you know, or they'll go, like, I can help you fold your leg. Get away from me. I don't know you. Like, don't touch my underwear. Hmm, are you know? Exactly. Yeah. Are these That's your the first panties? thing yeah. they go for, too, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, it's always. It's like, I have you fold uh, your underwear. I got some mm. uh, pants over there. And, you know, I got that big sheet that I'm not fond of folding that thing. But they always zero in right on the panties right so right. That's, that's a difficult folding task right there it really is it does take an expert but i don't even mess with it everything's just wadded and thrown you know like i don't have time to be folding you know underwear i don't have time yeah so. well alicia's going to be uh like she said on uh, the 11th through the 15th of uh this month in tahoe so if you're on vacation folks and you're heading up to go skiing or whatever check in and see her at the improv at harvey's and then uh the 25th you're at brea the improv and then february 2nd through the 4th you're in grand rapids at dr grins yep and then the big announcement march 21st back in kirkland uh, which is kind of hometown for you right mm-hmm. I mean, that's, well yeah i'm from the east side yeah yes originally. the east she's an east side uh girl. was your dad a dentist <laughs> no <laughs> i don't know she's usually my first question for anyone around bellevue or kirkland or whatever why a dentist what is that i don't know it's it's Gimmer it's humor. Ra- it's correct often. <laughs> yeah, you haven't okay. met the Gimmer yet. He no, not from, really. No, no, he's new. He comes from left field. <laughs> what is this he's new stuff? 
Like, well, been here, you haven't been here in like 13 or 14 months. That's the problem. Oh, it's been a while. It has been. Yeah. A, yeah. yeah, okay. Then. But we've so been keeping tabs. It was it was we've been in touch, though. It's just that I haven't started. been in yeah. the studio. Right. That's right. Oh, we okay. keep tabs on It is a ways from, from home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a little ways. No, we were the poorest kids in Bellevue, so it was a pretty interesting, uh, pretty interesting upbringing, you know. But, uh, yeah, my favorite was uh, when you um, moment was when you did the rendezvous. Uh, mm-hmm. I believe um, that was where we first met Jeremy Whitman. You had some very funny lineup that night, and she did a whole I don't know, like twenty minutes on her family, and she <laughs> forgot that she had invited her mom. No, I totally knew. I totally knew I'd invited my mom. But I didn't she brought forget. all her friends. I knew she she brought her coworkers, yeah. <laughs> not her friends, her oh coworkers. <laughs> And I was, you know, and we talked about it before and I was like, mom, you understand I'm going to be doing all the same material. I'm not compromising anything. I'm not holding back. And she's like, no, I totally understand. Well, I don't think she quite fully, you know, it got very awkward. And, yeah. you know, I think the coworkers felt bad on my mom's behalf and stuff like that. So it was very awkward, but uh, whatever, it's going to happen. You know, like <laughs> and my brother was like, I really, I really feel uh, proud that you stuck to your guns. And I was like, thanks. <laughs> what do you think? And then he goes. But I didn't really appreciate you telling everybody I was a drug dealer. And I was like, well, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of hurts business. Yeah. All of a sudden, the eyes are all on me. They know my name. They know where I'm at. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That kind of sucks. Former? Should I say former drug dealer? Is that what I... What do you want from me? You know? Hiatus? How can I make you happy? How can I fix this? So uh, we just went through the holidays, and uh, which you know, which includes Christmas, New Year's, and whatever else anybody else is selling. Every time I put on Facebook, hey, have a Merry Christmas, I got bombarded with and winter solstice and Kwanzaa and, you know, all these things that everybody so whatever whatever you were celebrating people that we all went through it it can be a stressful time and i know you were back in town and and you were hanging around the family any uh anything interesting go down yeah i lost my shit i um (laughs) (laughs) they well i'm trying to finish up the cd and and i didn't realize how much work there was in doing a cd especially like because i was like oh there's a producer we're gold you know and uh apparently even though there's a producer i still have to make a lot of decisions and have a lot of opinions and stuff like that so and then argue them fiercely but uh but uh yeah, so we were in the middle of doing all this stuff and I'm trying to get things done and my mom just completely drove me insane and then she left the house for 30 minutes and I was like, here we go. This is the 30 minutes where I accomplish everything on earth that I have to do. <laughs> and she called me four times with bullshit reasons. Like, hey, is there, did I leave this pink scissors on the kitchen counter? I just lost my mind like because I could not get anything done. And that went on for three days. And then finally on the third day, like uh, I ended up just completely losing my shit and getting the keys and leaving and going to the car and, and just being like, I'm fucking not coming home for Christmas next year. Fuck this. You know, and just <laughs> like I was 17 or something. And then I go, visit my friend then I go visit my friend that's in prison and I'm telling him the story and he's like please tell me you left in her car and I'm like yes yes I did and he goes well done you have the maturity of a 17 year old (laughs) well you're in prison don't I'm out of here and I'm taking your car. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So she can't follow you. So that see, that's way to think ahead. Well, well, she had her own car, but I just was I left. I just was I just completely lost it. And then when I realized I was acting like a jackass, I was like, all right, I should probably just go home and <laughs> mellow simmer down a little bit. Now, do you make uh, New Year's resolutions at all? Do you go play that game? Not really. I mean, I do sort of do goals based on the year, but I don't do them like clockwork or whatever. Right. I just it's it's roughly at some point in time, I'll find myself going, okay, I've kind of accomplished everything for this year I wanted to do. Now let's look at next year and see, you know, do I want to get into this festival and that festival? And, you know, mm-hmm. what bookers do I want to break in with and all of that kind of stuff? TV, what are my goals for TV? How am I going to get to those? You know, that kind of stuff. But I don't really do like a, a resolution. You know, my resolutions right. are every day. Like, that's it. I'm not drinking today. You know, or like, <laughs> I'm not eating cheeseburgers today. You know, all of my New Year's <laughs> resolutions are day by day. <laughs> 
Uh, that's a good one. Yeah, I'm not like drinking it. this hour. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> the next so 10 minutes, I'm sober. Stand Up <laughs> Records is the, the label that you're going to be on. Correct. And they, they have some powerhouse people. You're joining uh, some very big names. It's, it's got to be pretty I, exciting. I almost said embarrassing. I meant to say intimidating, <laughs> not embarrassing. Yeah, it's really embarrassing. It's uh, embarrassing for I'm, them how good <laughs> I'm going to be. No, it's very intimidating. Like when I signed that contract and then I went and looked at the roster and everything, I was like, I might want to step it up a notch. You know, yeah. like this is like, you know, if someone likes David Cross and they bought that album off of there and then they go to buy mine, it better be good. Yeah. Lewis Black's you know? on there. Yeah. Patton Oswald, uh, Some big names. Big, you big know. names. Mark Marin, one of the top yeah, guys right, right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty intimidating. So, I, I mean, and it's also like plus like one thing I've talked to all the comics about is that everybody hates their CD. You get to the end of it. And <laughs> by the time you're done with all the editing and everything, right. you've continued to grow. So now you're listening to that joke the way you used to do it. And versus the way you do do it now. And right. you know that it has 20% more of a gear in it. So you're just like, I can't release it like this. But if you do it like that, then you'll never release the album. Right. So you at some point in time just have to cut it and go, well, that's it. You know, so it is very like, but I've talked to all the comics that I know. Nobody likes their CD. Not one person that I've ever met. They're is not like, satisfied. My CD kicks ass. All of them are like, God, my CD is so embarrassing. <laughs> so I, I have some comfort in that, that at least it's like, you know, it's probably just me. Is no, that go ahead. Is that process you actually like go into a studio and just do your No, your they record we recorded live um, stuff. four shows live. Two okay. of them had no audience in them, so those were thrown out. So then we went through the other two and sort of picked between those two. All right, which which one is the better one? And primarily all of it is from one show, one set, but there's, you know, minor deviations here and there. Um so- and yeah. aside from the material growing so that by the time you hear it, you're like, it's changed up. When you're going through the editing process, you have to listen to things over and over again. Yeah, is, yeah. Yeah. So you're just like. And I don't mind listening to myself on film. I don't or film <laughs> on a CD. I don't like it, but I can totally do it. I've been right. doing it for, you know, most of my career. Every career I do a set and then I go home and I review it. You know, mm-hmm. and of course, as I'm doing these hour and hour and 10 long sets, it makes it a lot harder to go back and listen every day. Sure. You sort of fast forward to the point where it's like, I know something was different in here and I don't know exactly exactly what that was Um, because I do have a very set and scripted material that I intend to do but I also am pretty much of a live wire where I don't know what's going to happen in that show either I don't know if something's going to happen and I'm going to get on a tear you know so I'm used to listening to myself but listening to that same block of material over and over and I was really congested too I had quit drinking for 30 days before that (laughs) yeah because I knew I was I was recording on the cusp of March and April so I was like that's allergy zone time that's when pollen just kills me and my eyes balloon up and I get really congested and there's just nothing that could be so I'm like you know what I'll quit drinking I'll do everything I can tons of vitamins doing all these different over-the-counter allergy drugs yeah big time right chugging eggs yeah woke up that day super congested like nothing (laughs) you can do about it right so I'm listening to myself on the CD and I'm congested and it's like you know I have a lot of friends that are musicians in LA that I would have listened to the tracks where I would go do you hear right here what I'm doing wrong they're like no and I'm like you don't hear that like you do music and you don't hear how that's completely off and they're like yeah no I don't know you're you're crazy (laughs) you know so I guess it's just in my head but I know how it's supposed to go and and it really irritates me when it's not perfect there was like a thing where I go you know that quit smoking joke where I'm like you know what you should do right yeah well it sounds like do like it's a weird like (laughs) really this uncomfortable thing and Everybody was like, it's totally in your head, Alicia. And I was like, no, it's not. But I'm just going to walk away from it. You know, like. Now, uh, (laughs) when you get the CD done and you put it out there, um, you know, do you feel expectation uh, to go out? uh, People are going to buy it. They're going to hear it. A lot of people probably never heard of you will pick it up. And then your fans, of course, will all pick it up and so forth. Do you feel like when you go uh, post the release of it that you need to 
do the jokes the way you did on the CD? No. Or not at all? No. Because a lot of, you know, like when bands... No, I'm doing the bands, good version. Huh? Bands, when, bands <laughs> lay down, when bands lay down tracks on a CD and they mm-hmm. get it done and put it out, um, you know, most bands try to sound as close to that, what, what they lay down as possible. Right. You know, and then, you know, certain songs they go, they do variations on and so forth. Uh, and a lot of, and audiences, ju- you know, a lot of times judge, like if you go see a big, you know, like a big name band, and they're doing like weird versions of songs that you know real well. You're like, what the hell? But it's different with comedy, isn't it? It's very different. And it's, it's also a personal choice for every comic. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, the, how do you write? Every comic's totally different in how yeah. they write, you know? Um, or, or there's different categories, at least. But when it comes to... Wait, what was the question? I totally just forgot what I was going to say <laughs> mid-sentence. I interrupted myself. When you get on stage, yes. do you feel... Oh, CD versus the live show. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm just going to do the show that I came to do. You right. know, And if there's new jokes, I'm doing the new jokes. And if some of those jokes are retiring and that's why they're on the CD, it's because I don't want to do them anymore. But then some of them are ones that I sort of need to still introduce myself to people as I'm going across the country. Like, this is the character. And character's weird because it's all true. It's not, a, you know, there's nothing fake about it. But, like, here's what I need you to know in order for you to get me for mm-hmm. the rest of these jokes. Right. So some of those will stay in until I just get to the point to where I don't have room for them anymore. Because at some point I have to have another hour for another CD. You know, so that's going to be weeded out. Already half the material's gone. You know, do you feel already. like your do you feel like uh, the your joke writing and and your creative edge got uh, set beside, or were you also writing your jokes? Oh, for sure, it got kicked in the dick. Is what happened <laughs> while I was trying to make this CD. Yeah, I was not I was not writing as much as I wanted to, but what I was yeah. doing was writing within the jokes. Mm-hmm. You know, so it was like it used to be set up set up punchline. Now it's set up set up tag punchline side note. You know, callback, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, and this isn't on the CD. You right, know? right. So, um, no, for about a year, I didn't write. I would still jot things down, mm-hmm. you know, but then you go back to them a year later and, and uh, I wrote, I write from an emotional place. So I don't really remember why I was so pissed or why I felt so strongly or so a lot of that's just gone. But in the last few months, I've had a lot of experiences that have been really fun springboards for uh, what's, writing. New what's jokes. going on? What's happened? Well, I mean, Liz, I've started dating. Not really. Not really. Really? No, not really. <laughs> um, <laughs> not really. Cause I'm still on the road all the time. So Kinda like, sorta. I would think that would be yeah, hard. Like you guys probably don't know this, but I met a dude in October that wanted to take me on a date in February when I got home. Really? Yeah. And he was going to hang around long gone when February. Around, <laughs> <you know? laughs> but, um, you know, but I found myself like going on dates sporadically, but they're always like the kind of dates where nothing's going to come out of them because it's not in my hometown or it's right. not, you know, whatever. And, um, and I've been reading all the dating books, so I have some very strong criteria for what I would like. <laughs> <laughs> I've figured all this out. I have a bulleted list, but, um, so yeah, and there's no time to date. I mean, when I'm going home and I have to do laundry, clean my house so it doesn't make me sick and, uh, you know, pack and unpack and repack and do all that stuff and do shows, mm. um, there's, there's no time to go on a date, you know? You need to find a guy who can fly and meet you at different places. Maybe. In his own <laughs> But I'm working. I don't right. really want somebody there when I'm working. You know right, what I mean? Yeah, like that's true. Now you're in my hotel during the only time that I have to sit and not talk to anybody. <laughs> right. He wants to and know now your feelings. You know, yeah. Right. Right. Let's Why talk aren't about you talking? Us. Why don't you go back to wherever you're yeah. from? <laughs> Why are you so quiet? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think I, I'm, but I think I am getting to a point where I'm ready to move on. But there have been some weird and awkward dates that I can't really go into because I'm still messing with them. <laughs> <laughs> On stage, I'm still I'm still tweaking them, and they're if you show up at a live show, you probably have a 75 percent chance of hearing some of those jokes, and uh, and also I'm not ready to do it on the internet. 
Right. Where, well, where it could get back to the people that they are about <laughs> until I am done with them. Speaking of live shows, uh, this month, 11th through the 15th, Alicia Wood, who's our guest right now, will be in Tahoe at the Improv at Harvey's. Uh, on the 25th, she'll be home at Brea, California at the Improv. Second through the 4th of February, Grand Rapids at Dr. Grin's. And then the big deal going on here in Kirkland at Laughs, March 21st. It's the CD release party of Prince. Mm -hmm. and we're looking forward to that we will all be there for that one um hey who are you who are you admiring these days right now who's hot in comedy who are you looking at thinking man these guys are they're moving no i've been so far up my eyeballs i uh i i do not know what is happening in the world right now you know what i mean (laughs) is red fox still doing his thing (laughs) new year's eve somebody was like there was an earthquake in japan and i'm like what (laughs) you know like i don't know what's going on (laughs) kim Um, young il died who what? Yeah, yeah, I see those things, and I just get enough to get like the 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 headline and kind of scan through them on my phone, and then the, right. some asshole stewardess is like, "You had to turn your phone off, you know, or whatever." So <laughs> I was you didn't pull an Alec Baldwin. On I was him. on Team Alec Baldwin when that happened. There you go. We should all be on you Team know, Alec Baldwin. I really that. was. I was like, I don't. I mean, if it's just because the door is shut does not mean your phone needs to be off. That is a stupid rule, you know. Like if 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 we're starting to pull away, right? Fine, I'll turn my phone off. But if we're if they shut those doors and then we sit there for fifteen minutes, fuck you. I could have gone through two words with friends at that time, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it was my only joy. Yes. Hey, how are the Woodstockers? How are they treating you these days? They're awesome. They're Woodstockers awesome. are the the names I, I of her fans, her groupies. Yeah, they're yeah. fun. They're fun they're doing good um and they've been coming out to shows and i've been meeting them more and more and um yeah things are good i mean it's just that i'm so tired and i'm so busy and it's gonna slow down i think once i get this cd done to where all i can do is just you know cross my fingers and hope everything comes out spelled right um (laughs) other than that like it's eating up all of my time you know so once that i'll have i think i'll be able to do all of the writing and all of the research and all of the living that I that I want to do, but like the last two months have just been gone. Now, when it's when after the release party, which of course you there will be copies at the CD release party, which is right. March twenty first, laughs in Kirkland. After that, where can people pick it up? Do you know? It'll be it'll be all over online and stuff like that. I don't have all the distribution notes, but I do know it'll be everywhere that you everywhere. think it's going to be. You know, well, it'll we be feel- on Amazon and <laughs> iTunes and Pandora and we feel like family. We feel and- a part of that whole project, and so we're really proud of you. And best of absolute best of luck with it. Thanks. And uh, all the upcoming shows and everything. Everybody, get out there when you get a chance. When Alicia Wood hits a town near you or a venue near you, you got to go out and see her. It's a great night. She's super super funny she's very very nice lady go up after her shake her hand tell yes, her you approachable you yeah know. tell her you heard her uh, right too, here too big, for now too until yeah, yeah no people, people <laughs> I feel like, yet, uh, I feel don't like, get to her, her while you can i feel like people have made me approachable because now like in the last year as i've started crafting this block of material that's all about dysfunction and anger and addiction and and all of that i feel like you know it's crazy because now after shows, people just run up to me and they they mob me physically. They they hug me and it, I don't have an option in the transaction. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, which is cool. I'm really glad about that. I'm not at all. Um, I mean, if somebody's creepy, then yeah, no, we can maybe keep the touchy touch to a minimum. But uh, <laughs> but like, I, I I find it great. You know, and it's 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 also like with the audiences that are out there. On Wednesday night, we did a show where everybody had gray hair, and I was like, we're so toast. We're so toast, <laughs> especially because Whitman was my opener, who's going to yeah. go out there and go. Jeremy Whitman. God, really. Religion, the man, the Catholic <laughs> Church, you know, the government, fuck them all, you know, Anna. You guys are in like Eastern Washington, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That goes over well. No, no, no. Richmond. At that time, we were in, we were in Florence, Oregon. We were in a coastal town, and it uh, turned out like well. the whole audience was hilarious because 
because yeah. afterwards they came up to us and we were like, these people are going to hate us. And we had a great show. And afterwards they were all like, no, I grew up as a flower child. Yep. And so I get it. And yeah, fuck the man. And we were like, <laughs> wow, times have changed in the last 10 years since I started. Holy shit. Grandma's cool. Yeah. And they all had names like Fast Eddie and Drug Granny. And like, it was awesome. Yeah. It was awesome. <laughs> once, so, they, once they got I those MMJ her. cards, man, their whole lives changed. Oh, yeah. They're like, you know what? Why was I so stiff and such a bastard? You know, well, a lot of those people and, down in Oregon, they they did. They grew up hippies, and uh, when and they're still hippies. Yeah, you know, and their kids are hippies, and now their grandkids are hippies, and yep. that's just that's yep. how Oregon is. So. It's hilarious because afterwards, I sat down to play. Uh, I have a new problem, which oh, is no, uh, video no. poker. Uh oh, super into the video. And poker. you're going, you're going to Tahoe. Yeah, yeah. Oh wow, yeah. I'm averaging about one week a month in some casino. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so it's like I've had to set limits. So I was only allowed seven dollars on this last one, but it went from fifty to twenty-five. Now I'm at seven that I'm allowed to play. <laughs> and um, so afterwards, I'm trying to play that, and somebody bought me a drink, so I'm drinking my drink, and then this guy from the Coast Guard came over and starts hitting on me. And Jeremy's trying to not throw up, and drug granny standing there trying to cock block as hard as she can, and like hilarious, you know. And I just love that they do that, you know. It's just, What's the best from hand you've gotten on? To twenty five to seven is because well, randomly what odd, was, lucky spent, seven. I spent twenty, and then I won fifty. So then I was like, all right, well, that's my number. Then it's fifty. Right? Oh, okay. So then it was fifty, gotcha. and then it was like I just blew fifty fucking dollars. Yeah. So then it was twenty or twenty five. I got to now. Okay. And then the last time it was just I didn't want to put fifty dollars or twenty five dollars in the machine, so I had like a five and two ones, and I was like, well, seven it is, seven it is. So in, but it in, lasted forever. I played that for like an hour, sitting there watching drug granny and coast guard guy get shitty with each other. It was hilarious, you know. So seven. That's better than a movie, right? Yes. I mean, that's that's good stuff. All right, hey everybody, Alicia Wood, she's fantastic. Go check her out. Uh, everybody, put this on your calendar, March twenty first in Kirkland at Laughs. It's a CD release party, folks, and you got to be there. We're gonna be there. It's gonna be a lot of fun. We'll be talking more about it as we get closer. Alicia, always a pleasure to see Man, you. Man, thanks so much for having me in and for all your support. I should have thanked you guys on the CD. Fuck. Go to aliciawood.com. <laughs> we'll see you at the show. All right. Hey, I want to thank Alicia Wood for dropping by. Always fun to catch up with her. That is a, she's, uh, she's a very funny lady. She loves the buffet too. <laughs> yes, she does. Right over there. She grabbed it and took it right over to her little seat there. I know it's been a long time since we've talked to her and uh, she looks good though. She was sound, she looked, sounded chipper yeah. and uh, she's off doing her thing. I'm looking forward to her CD coming out. And uh, hey, let me just tell you about some of the acts we have, uh, guests we have coming up in the, in the next few weeks, man. I mean, we're loading up Stone Axe, which is a favorite on our station is coming in. That's going to be a lot of fun. Ben Union, they're starting, they're having a CD release party coming up here towards the end of the month. And uh, we're excited about that. They're going to drop, they're going to stop by. Also, Nancy Guppy from Almost Live Fame is going to be on uh, towards the end of the month. And then some bands you may not have heard of The Ongoing, Alex's Hand, uh, Lost Dogma. These are all great bands that are, that are from around here that uh, if you haven't heard of, you need to hear of them. And uh, we're going to bring them to you. That's what we do. That's yep. what we do. That's it. So, uh, do you guys have any uh, you have any gigs? Were you guys quiet pretty much? Because Voxy is with in the band Vox Filejo, and Gimmer is the drummer for Big Wheel Stunt Show. And uh, what was? Uh, did you guys play during the holidays much? Or I I did the whole jewelry thing. Oh, you were doing for, the art thing. I was down at first night selling stuff. Is it cold down there? 
I was indoors. Oh, lucky you. Oh. Last year, we actually had to play it, and there we were was outdoors, a, and it was freezing, but the, I was indoors. There was a great stage down there that Angela Jossi put together, yeah. and it had, like, well, I think... Roman Holiday. That Roman was Holiday right. was there. Mm-hmm. Also, um, whole Bolivian Army mm-hmm. was on stage yeah. there. And it's and Yeah, Josie put that together as well as the building that uh, me and other vendors were selling our stuff in, and... Uh, and she has that stage for first night. I, you know, this is the second year in a row because we played it last year on the same stage. So, and Good I got crowd. to catch. Oh yeah, Roman Holiday packed them in, man. The, the place well, was those loaded. guys. They were they were yeah, the closing. My dad, my dad even went to that show to the Roman Holiday yeah, show. Yeah, he did. They, they were close. He they still were, thinks they're like a contemporary Christian band. Don't, don't, don't they were. <laughs> I, I'm not I sure. If he he thought he was going to see the film. They were the closer before <laughs> he had everyone no idea headed what to he was the seeing. countdown. So everybody. Had Wait a minute. Really that's not Audrey Hepburn. <laughs> but he enjoyed it. He thought it was great. <laughs> he had fun. <laughs> she was a looker. I'm telling you. Hey, and uh, I hadn't seen the whole Bolivian army in a while. And they sounded awesome too. They are great. You know, I got a book from my uh, daughters uh, for Christmas and it's a big, thick book titled uh, band names, uh, names of bands. Oh, and it's cool. just all about, you know, band names, how they got them. And then there's categories of like strange band names down through the ages. And it's a fascinating right, read. Uh, whole Bolivian army is mentioned in the book. Really? I, had oh, to, I had to send my, I had to send Matt kite, a uh, little note and say, "Hey, I got this book, and you guys are in it." All right. Um, He's like, "Yeah, I remember when that came out. I'm still waiting for my worldwide fame from the mention of." <laughs> you need to bring that in here, man. That's yeah. it. I got it. I'll okay. show, I'll okay. show it to you. Right. So, um, I think it's about time for us to uh, close the door on hour number one and uh, close the door and light a match. <laughs> but. <laughs> Stay tuned, because in hour number two, we have a very good friends of ours and a great band from here in the South Sound, the Vile Red Falcons, who have a brand new CD out, and you'll want to stick around for Josh Reisberg, because this cat is super talented, and he's got a lot to say. We'll see you in hour number two. Hour number two.